Do you ever think to yourself, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with my life? Well, we don't either, but we've learned some things along the way that have gotten us a little bit closer to being functioning adults. Or at least we've learned to fake it well enough. Welcome to Insert Verb Here, your friendly neighborhood advice podcast by two girls who are just as clueless as you are. I'm Jordan. And I'm Haley. And we are Verb. When are we going to ask the peeps? I mean, we can start now. Maybe every week I'll learn a little ditty. That'd be cute. That'd be a cute way to start every episode. A little ditty? It's a little ditty. It's a Jordan's ditty. Jordan ditty time. spell ukulele with that being said let's get into the episode in so the first question we had which i thought was really interesting what is the difference with or where is the line between self-acceptance and self-improvement because obviously you want to accept and love yourself yes but then that if you do that too much it doesn't leave it's like if you 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 could kind of see like self-improvement as like changing myself with things that are wrong with me so where's the kind of line between those two things and like how do you I healthily do both I see it as I feel like you can't have one without the other mm-hmm. I agree you have to accept that this is the way you currently are like mm-hmm. currently you won't always be like this yeah maybe you will maybe you won't but this mm-hmm. is how you currently are in this day, in this moment, at this time, maybe mm-hmm. in a couple seconds you'll be different, but right now, currently, this is how you are, the good, the bad, and this is what you want to improve. Mm-hmm. So you have to accept it first, because if you're in denial of it, nothing's going to change. Exactly. If you don't want to accept it, nothing's going to happen. So you have to accept this part of you, and then want improvement. Mm-hmm. I feel like improvement and acceptance are constantly growing. I agree. Because... Improvement and growth without acceptance is, in a way, void and pointless. Because, because mm-hmm. like, what are you working towards? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're constantly working on yourself without a goal yeah. to work towards, you're gonna feel void and mm-hmm. empty and worthless and like less than. Yeah. So you have to eventually accept and not just. I mean, not always, you need to always keep it working on yourself. Yeah. But there are things you can accept Except along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then acceptance without growth mm-hmm. those the other other end of it i think is arrogant i mm-hmm. like this is the like almost in a way of this is the way i am i don't i've always been like this mm-hmm. i don't have to change you know that like this i is, know 
Many people in my life are that way. It, it makes me... You can always change. You can okay? always improve. You should want to grow. You should yes. want to improve. You should want to better yourself as a human mm-hmm. for your life and the people that Around? you surround yourself yes, with. absolutely. The betterment like, of all. In the world. To fully accept yourself and without wanting to improve or grow mm-hmm. or anything is flatly arrogant. Yeah. And I would love to hear someone who doesn't agree with agree. that to see where they're coming from. And, like, I feel like, because I was just thinking, like, with all of that. You can always learn, always change. You can always I'm learn. Done. And, like, if you I'm off my aren't, pedestal now. <laughs> <laughs> if you aren't working to better yourself, you're just sitting there stagnant. Yeah. And, like, to me, like, that's kind of a sad. It feels like a very sad life to live because it's very, it, it's very meaningless, too. A lot of people especially I've, I've seen it in all age ranges Range. mm-hmm. but especially in the older kind of near my parents age mm-hmm. they've been well this is tradition this is how it should be yeah. or this is how it's always been so mm-hmm. this is how it should be yeah I don't agree with that mm-hmm. and the fact that you kind of to how I see it um personally is how the fact that you won't even look at the other side mm-hmm. because you're just accepting what is yeah if you look yeah. at the other side and then decide, you know what, I still don't agree with it, okay, then we can at least have a conversation and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't don't want to even try to learn and try to grow yeah. in that way, like, you're, you are arrogant. Yeah. Well, and even thinking about it from, like, that, like, that angle, too, literally the entire world is built on change. Our yes. entire history is yes. about change. And so... If you can't see it within yourself to improve and grow improve, and yeah. want to improve, I don't want to say your life is meaningless. It's not meaningless. It just is not maybe not fulfilled as it's it could no, be. Yes, I agree. I I do see like personally, I see a lot of fulfillment in growth. Yes, you know, like that's why I found a lot of fulfillment within myself is through that growth and like because we all like we all have room to change and grow. Like we all have things. As much as we like to think that we are perfect, we all have flaws and bad traits and, quote, bad, unhealthy traits and things like that that either affect us or affect the people around us that we can always improve upon Mm -hmm. to -hmm. become better people, you know? It's like you're not... But you have to accept that about yourself first. I think it's accepting this is the way I am, but then also accepting... I'm I because I think you can accept your flaws too but in a not accepting it and not wanting to change but accepting I am this way but I can also be this be this exactly I see this is how I currently am Mm -hmm. but I see my potential of what I can be Mm -hmm. and your potential is never ending never like just because you achieve your first goal of your first acceptance Mm -hmm. keep growing keep keep going. going keep going it never keep going be the best version of yourself you can exactly. be exactly it's a lifelong struggle lifelong journey, journey lifelong marathon. Mar- lifelong insert verb here, verb here. <laughs> <laughs> look at us look at us and oh wow that's so funny and so cringy um <laughs> i love it i love how you didn't probably do that on purpose no. either it just happened it just happened she she's, she's brilliant quality maybe wow <laughs> Um, but yeah, literally insert verb here. Any verb here. Of what you want and just keep working at it. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. You cannot have self-improvement without self-acceptance. Yeah. And to self-accept, you should mm-hmm. have Well, and I was just thinking about that too. 
you can't improve on things you don't accept first. Mm -hmm. Because obviously accepting doesn't mean not doing, not taking action and not doing anything. Accepting just means that you are identifying it and that you are being mindful. On a much dumbed downer scale. Yeah. For this example, I have a, I fell down. I have a scratch on my knee. Mm -hmm. I accept I have a scratch on my knee. But I don't like putting Neosporin on it. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. But I don't. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take longer to heal. Mm-hmm. But if I accepted that I have... Well, since I ex- accepted that I have this scratch on my knee, mm-hmm. if I added the Neosporin, which mm-hmm. could be the growth and improvement, yep. it could help heal faster. faster. Mm-hmm. And maybe not leave a scar or yeah. a mark. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how I kind of see it. Like, you have to accept it to, to grow. grow. Mm -hmm. and so going back to the very beginning they are you can't have one without the other Mm -hmm. so speaking of always improving Mm -hmm. positivity what is positivity to you Mm -hmm. and can it be toxic i feel like i'm interested to see if we have a different viewpoint Mm -hmm. on this i I think we have the same viewpoint really because i think because i know your thing you know where i stand i know where you stand on this i think we have the same because it absolutely can be positive like mm-hmm. wait <laughs> positivity, wow. can be positive. positivity can be positive it can absolutely be toxic and it can get to a point where it's unhealthy for you and unhealthy for other people as well i mean obviously most of you want to be a happy person everybody mm-hmm. wants to be happy they don't want to be sad um but debatable well i will i want to be sad <laughs> well i would back um in middle school and early high school um i had I was under the mindset of there's comfort and sadness mm-hmm. because happiness and joy is just gonna leave me mm-hmm. and it's gonna make me feel worse. Yes. So I had this weird thing where if I felt like I was happy for too long, mm-hmm. I would self sabotage in mm-hmm. whatever way. I would stir yeah. up drama. I would do do something to make my life harder mm-hmm. because sadness was comforting. Mm-hmm. Because being positive and being happy is scary because it it's not life isn't always happy. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean it's not going to come back, but it, mm-hmm. but you can always find the negativity in something. Yeah, it's a lot harder to find the positive in yeah. something. So, um, in certain cases, so mm-hmm. there there are people who don't like to be positive. I because I mean I've dealt with the same thing before too, where I I will self sabotage to be sad because mm-hmm. it's comforting being sad. Mm-hmm. But obviously, not going into it. If there's po- if there's toxic positivity, there's toxic negativity mm-hmm. as well, and so that's its whole other discussion yeah but you know on a general healthy person yes <laughs> mentally healthy person basis we all want to be happy we want to mm-hmm. all want to experience happiness and so that's great to an extent but you we are humans and we feel a huge range of emotions and we need to allow ourselves to feel mm-hmm. that huge range of emotion and so if you're always positive all of the time and preach bottling up all these negative emotions that are inside of you it just isn't healthy no i was actually talking to a friend recently about that because to me this is a me thing and maybe it's something i need to work on oh look self-acceptance with self-growth and improvement look at that all in the same episode we loved her um (laughs) i feel positivity to me can be toxic Mm -hmm. to a degree Mm-hmm. because to me I feel like there are some people that I know or know of that are just constantly positive all the time and I 
cannot stand <laughs> to be around them. And it's not because I, I'm a negative Nelly or I don't, and I love joy and I love mm-hmm. being happy. And it's something I'm trying to challenge myself on to be more positive and be more happy and be more joyful. But people who are positive all the time don't seem human to me because mm-hmm. humans have all the emotions. Let yourself mm-hmm. feel everything. Like sometimes it's going to be hard and, mm-hmm. but that's okay. That's what your support system's there for. Mm-hmm. Some, and then the joyful moments, it's going to be even greater because you felt the sad moments. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to a friend about this, about how constantly positive people make me so uncomfortable <laughs> and I can't <laughs> stand to be around them because it almost feels fake yeah. and it almost feels forced. And I'm like, people can't be that positive and that happy mm-hmm. all the time. Why are they lying to me? Why are they lying to themselves? Mm-hmm. Be sad. Be sad. Let me see you be sad. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, it's not that they don't feel that, but it's potentially that their thoughts in their brain or in their life are so sad and hurt them so much that they don't want other people to feel like that. Mm -hmm. So they try to be that positivity and that beam. Mm -hmm. So to you, it might seem like they're constantly preaching positivity and nothing else. Mm -hmm. And they're always going to be that ray of sunshine. And it's just positive, 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 where it's overwhelming for you. But that could potentially mean that their life, they... It's just that's the only thing that's keeping them going. Mm -hmm. And they don't want... If that's what's happening in your life, they don't want that same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, they want to be that light for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I I never thought of it that way. I just always thought that you are faking being happy and I want you to stop. I want you to be a real person and show me that you're happy. Not not saying I don't want people to come crying to me all the time. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying I want... I just want you to be a human and Mm -hmm. show me that you have a full range of emotions and you're not faking to be happy for the sake of being happy. But after talking to my friend, I was like, wow, I, I never thought of it that way. Well, because, like, I... Does that make sense? No, yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, there is a um, pretty popular YouTuber, Adeline Morin. She's kind of in, like, the lifestyle, young adult girl kind mm-hmm. of beauty, fashion, lifestyle category. Mm-hmm. But she is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like how people have their favorite color but then there's certain colors that th- people like when it's their favorite color they just embody yeah yeah, yeah. her color is yellow and <laughs> everything is yellow oh, wow and so she she calls her channel the happiest place on the internet and she's oh. that very overly positive person all the time and all you ever see is the happy moments with her but then all of a sudden she posts this video and she's like distraught and crying and her her and her boyfriend of like many many years broke up and like they were they weren't engaged but like getting to that that point they were on that path and so it was this huge breakup for her and this is the first time she really showed anything other than positivity in her videos and she talked about that about like being so sad that she didn't want she wanted to be this positive light for other people so they didn't have to feel what she was going through she talked about that in the in that video um, and so it was really interesting to see it from like that. Yeah. Somebody who is in that situation since like, like I'm a naturally pessimistic negative person. And so I see the negatives of everything. It's really interesting seeing that from someone who is positive all the time. And that's a persona that she puts out. Do you enjoy being around positive people? I mean, to a degree. Completely positive people? Uh, I don't really Like have... overwhelmingly positive people? I mean, it depends. I don't have a lot of those people in my life. Yeah. Um, cause like I like, I, I would say I'm a realist, but I'm also kind of optimistic. Mm-hmm. I don't like to harp on the negative 
and I like to be open to the positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like to see the good in situations, but I feel like I'm a realist. And I also don't feel like I force positivity if it's not necessarily there. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do. I don't know. But I don't <laughs> view myself as like a super positive person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like saying what you were saying and what my friend was saying, that's a really interesting thought process mm-hmm. that I never dawned on me. That, But I think that's that's kind of true. Yeah. For sure. So if you are a positive person out there, um, like overwhelmingly positive, I'm sorry <laughs> uh, that um, I thought you were fake. Mm-hmm. And and it's still something that I think it still can be toxic. I agree. Because I mean, it makes you feel like you can't feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. Well, and then also on the other, other end too, it can also make other people feel lesser mm-hmm. because they're not that way all the time mm-hmm. too. And feeling like, oh, this person's happy all the time. I should... Why can't I yeah. do that too? Why yeah. do I have to feel all these horrible, sad emotions and be sad all the time mm-hmm. when other people can be positive like yeah. that? And you I know? think it's um, like some people, like um, the Meyer Briggs test, mm-hmm. or you know, you were like the en- Enneagram. Yeah, Enneagram. So maybe that's just how their personality and disposition is. But I think it's also something sevens. You if can, anyone knows yeah. that's a seven. <laughs> I think that's something you can also work at if you want to be a positive person, and if that's your goal in life, mm-hmm. or personality you know whatever i think you can actively work at that it's okay. gonna be hard mm-hmm. because seeing positivity is it's a lot easier to see the bad times than yeah. the good times so, absolutely so congrats to people who can mm-hmm. and if you're not one of those people and you feel kind of how Haley and i feel that's okay yeah you're human just like they're human mm-hmm. don't judge them for being positive don't judge yourself for not being as positive yep Everyone can feel what they feel, and if you want to feel happy, feel happy. If you want to feel sad, take the time you need to feel sad, but don't stay in sadness. Yes. That's... Take the time you need, note it, accept it, work through it, but get out. Yeah. You can't stay there. Mm -mm. It's... No. Being being in that situation and being... Is more toxic than potentially being positive. positive. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Having been in that situation, I completely agree with that. So, the last question I have is a little bit different. Okay. Um, so, normally we kind of get our questions from other people. Um, but this time, I have a question for you. <gasps> this one's coming from me. do 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 Okay. So, I got nervous. Really? Yeah. Um, so, this, I have the question and then I have an explanation to go with it. Okay. Okay. So, um, the question is, how do you grow out of your rescuer mindset? Mm. so okay the explanation um my husband and I we recently had an argument and during that I realized that I never learned how to take care of myself Mm -hmm. so mostly emotionally but like somewhat physically as well Mm -hmm. and when I was younger and like at the height 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 of my depression I would always just sit in my sadness and would neglect any of my emotional and physical needs and so I just wanted to be sad and I would never fix my problems um, and then when I got to, when I got older and I got to college, I didn't want to be sad anymore, but I didn't want to help myself either. And so I would always turn to him to always help me with my problems. And so I would always look at him as like this person who's rescuing me from my problems and rescuing me from the bad, hard, whatever mm-hmm. it is, things in my life. And so I did this for so long that literally my problem solving turned off mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it for myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Like anything I was so indecisive and I could not problem solve for myself Mm -hmm. like at all and so after college we obviously we moved in together and we got married and so I never had an opportunity 
to kind of learn how to do that for myself and to mm-hmm. support myself on my own without the help of other people. And so kind of my question is like, how do I get out of that mindset? But how do I start learning a skill that's based on me living on my own when I'm living with my partner? Interesting. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to say I'm so freaking proud of you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I was like tearing up listening really? to you. Oh. Yeah. I am so proud of you for seeing that, mm-hmm. acknowledging that, accepting that, mm-hmm. and wanting to work on it because yeah. that is a huge thing. It's really yeah. hard. Wow. Go yeah. you. Round I of feel applause. Like I've realized it in the past, like when I've, we've had arguments or talks or whatever I've realized it in the past but I I never realized like how far it had gone Mm -hmm. and then also how much I was missing out on Mm -hmm. by not having those skills and it was kind of this big realization moment that it I never had the opportunity to Mm -hmm. I never had the moment where I lived on my own without being in a relationship and um and that is a big coming back to the Enneagram a big four thing too is that we want a rescuer because we feel so attached to our emotional needs that we neglect a lot of our physical needs or things that we don't necessarily realize so we mm-hmm. want a rescuer to come and help us all the time interesting um so and yeah since i'm the very much opposite of that <laughs> independent to a fault yeah sometimes sometimes so, so yeah so i just want to say like what's your like kind of how do you how would you go about it if you were in my situation and like what do you think so Haley asked me the rescuer mindset she didn't go into the explanation she Mm -mm. didn't say who asked she just said what do you think of the rescuer mindset kind of thing Mm -hmm. and um a little bit ago and I ended up writing down my question I mean my answer um so I like I said have I'm the opposite Mm -hmm. um because I don't like to be dependent on people and this is something I need to work on so Mm -hmm. the opposite really I need to learn how to depend on people. Mm-hmm. I don't like, and this is very prevalent in my relationships, especially in my last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like opening up, being vulnerable, which is like kind of talked about in the past. But because of that, I don't like being dependent on them to rescue me in a situation because I feel like when I need them, they're not going to be there. They're mm-hmm. going to leave. Yeah. So I need to... I have the complete opposite way of thinking where whenever things happen, I'm like, I just fix it myself. Don't talk to me about it. If I need you, I'll tell you Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So anyway, I wrote down my answer and let's see if I can read it. (laughs) So I wrote, you need to thank them for what you feel like they did for you in your life. Mm -hmm. Say you respect them and you love them, but in the end, it's your life. Mm -hmm. And start doing small things for yourself and holding yourself accountable on a long and hard day make dinner for yourself instead of asking them to or ordering dinner mm-hmm. do it for yourself where maybe on one of those days and again like I live by myself so mm-hmm. I have to do this for me all the time like even sometimes on the hard days I cheat and like I'll make cereal mm-hmm. you know but on the majority like I have I have to take the responsibility to clean the di- dishes mm-hmm. I have to take the responsibility to take Mushu out on a walk mm-hmm. so on one of those other like long hard days where you just don't want to Start growing your independence slowly. And if you have a small problem that can be easily fixed, like the paper is jammed in your printer. Yeah. Or, you know, something silly Mm -hmm. in a way that's small. Yeah. Do it yourself. Fix it yourself. Don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it, but don't feel like you need to ask for help. Mm -hmm. 
um, I wrote that this will take time and patience and discomfort. Do do them for yourself. Um, and they might seem mundane and stupid, but it's just doing the smallest things. Start instead of so. I guess in your case, instead of saying like Zane, can you wipe down the counters for me mm-hmm. because I'm just so tired. Mm-hmm. Like obviously there will be days when you're sick or like you. Yeah. But actively trying to like we talked about in another episode like take the action Mm -hmm. do it for yourself and Mm -hmm. not because zane wants you to yeah but because you want to just start very small um and maybe you have this rescuer mindset or Mm -hmm. you do this because in your mind you are telling the person you love and care for like this is how i love you Mm -hmm. and this is how i care for you by having you save me Mm -hmm. but in the end you don't need that. Yeah. And that's not how you show love. You can mm-hmm. show love in so many different ways yeah. besides having them save you. Mm-hmm. This will take tons of, in my opinion, yeah. I'm not a professional at all. I'm just <laughs> going from my brain. This will take tons of communication mm-hmm. and time and transitioning mm-hmm. and adapting. Yes. Especially if you feel like this has been kind of your whole relationship that you've learned to depend on him and have him rescue you from mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot of transitioning and adapting because mm-hmm. y'all's relationship when I say change, I don't mean in a negative way. Yeah. I mean, it will just change to where you are not afraid to take the responsibility mm-hmm. and own what is happening. And yeah. if it messes up, it messes up. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Because Zane is still going to love you no yeah. matter what. And you're still going to love Zane. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a transitioning period that might be hard, mm-hmm. but just keep a constant communication. And yeah. be like, I need to do this for myself. Mm-hmm. Thank you. If he like tries to help you with something... Mm-hmm. Thank you for trying to help me. Let me try this by myself. And mm-hmm. if I need you, and I need your help in a second, I'll come mm-hmm. get you. Yeah. Um, so it's just owning. Yeah. And you can show them other ways um, you care and love for them while you do the same for yourself. I wrote, if you always expect someone to save you, they'll, event- they'll eventually fail because they're human. Mm-hmm. And we're all human. And if you expect someone to continually save you, it's going to be tiring on all mm-hmm. parties. Yeah. Um, and the one who is, quote, doing the saving mm-hmm. is going to mess up. And then you're going to feel like you're not loved. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel like you're not deserving of something. Yeah. But it's only because they're human and yeah. they're only doing so, they can only do so much, including trying to work on themselves mm-hmm. too. So not that people who have this rescuer mindset are burdens, not no. at all. No, no, no. But um, it is people are going to fail. Yeah. And when you expect them to constantly save you, it's just being in that kind of situation mm-hmm. where I have been the saver of someone, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's tiring. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you don't want to mess up because yeah. it could be detrimental to the person you're trying to save. Mm-hmm. So be forgiving of yourself, just mm-hmm. like you'd be forgiving for them yeah. when you try to do this. Mm-hmm. And then remember that you need to own your life and your feelings and you can do it. You are the hero of your story. Mm-hmm. You're the hero of your life and they are there to help and aid you. Mm-hmm. Like, you are Batman. They are Robin. Yeah. They are there to guide you when you need it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you can only save yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. Because that's like a great point as a general kind of about the rescuer mindset. I feel like for us, it's less of like he always steps in to help. But instead, like, I don't help myself. And I always try to like, like, I always kind of ask him to in my own kind of thinking about it now it's probably a kind of toxic 
low-key manipulative way if you think about it from because mm. like i'll the other day he was um playing a board game with some friends and so i was home alone and we had no food in the house but he took my car normally i would just sit there and be sad and not eat all night um but then i was like you know what i'm going to solve my own problems yes. i'm going to go to the store and i'm going to do this for myself and so then i go to the store, I have the Also, car- the fact that you went to the store by yourself is groundbreaking well, on its own. Yeah. We're getting... Okay, okay, okay. We didn't quite make it to the store. <laughs> you tried. We tried. That's it. Um, we you tried. tried. So, go do... Go try. try. Go live. Um, so, I got the car, and I got in the car, and I started driving off, and then I realized my ID was in the car that he took with him, in my car, and not in his. And I just don't feel comfortable driving without my license mm-hmm. on me. And so, I had to turn around, park, and go home, and I was stuck all night without food. And so, if I didn't, if I had been doing what I'm trying to start doing, I would have realized I could have walked to the gas station and got some food. Our apartments, we have some restaurants right next to us that I could have gotten, I've got, I could have gotten food there. But instead, I spent the whole night crying and moping and having a panic attack and texting him every, like, five minutes, like, freaking out and being very upset about this without actually solving the problem. Yeah. And I do that a lot where if I have a problem, I'll just go straight to him for him to fix it or to help me emotionally. I never... Because that's the thing. I want to fix... Like like I said, I'm a four. We, want, we are very in tune with our emotions and we care about our emotional needs first. But I don't necessarily want to be the person who fixes it. Mm. I want him to be the one what who rescues if, me and fixes it. And these communications that I think are going to be really important. I mean, y'all, y'all definitely communicate. Oh, yeah, y'all absolutely. are very good communicators. But adding this level of communication, I feel like if you do have this problem, like mm-hmm. like the problem you had a couple of days ago with the food, instead of going, Zane, fix this, <clears throat> say, Zane, potentially these are the options I have to help to see how I could fix things or mm-hmm. how do you think I can fix this situation he just leaves it at these ideas and mm-hmm. then it's up to you to grab one <laughs> that would work for someone else I'm very weird I hate take I don't take people's ideas like ever so maybe I it, I don't know because we used to do that for like when I was trying to do my channel and things like that mm-hmm. he would give me I idea because I'd be like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do he'd give me ideas and I go no I don't like any of those maybe that should be a Problem. challenge Maybe. To help one of your problem, problem solving. Yeah. Not that you have to take someone's ideas, yeah. but at least consider Considering it. Considering it, yeah. Because I normally... Because that way it will give you the power to still make your decision mm-hmm. and solve your own problem without mm-hmm. him doing it. Yeah, I agree. Because really, what would have been the... I mean, for our relationship, moving in together when we did was the best choice, and I don't regret it whatsoever. But coming from this problem that I'm having, um, what would have been best is me living on my own for a mm-hmm. while and learning how to do things for myself I don't have him to go to the store for me all the time Mm -hmm. I don't have him to if I'm having a panic attack right now he's not in the other room and I can go to him and have him help me through Mm -hmm. it you know and so it's like I would have had to learn how to do that but I didn't have that I was never in that situation it's really hard as someone who does live by themselves who had a panic attack over the weekend Mm -hmm. it's really hard to be like Pull yourself out of it and mm-hmm. it be your responsibility. But, I mean, it is possible. Yeah, it is possible. It's just um, super hard. Yeah, and so I was never in that situation. And so what I think we're wanting to try to do is kind of kind of create that. But obviously, we still live together. like Because mm-hmm. um, he's filming his movie next month. And so he's going to have 
12 hour days he's gonna have night shoots where he's not yeah. home all day and so i'm not he's not going to be there to be able to help me and so normally like when he goes on trips like this and things like that even though he's far away and he can't actually do anything about it like realizing he can't help me i need to do it for myself i just cry and complain and be sad the whole time mm-hmm. and just do that so i think what we're gonna try to do is that whole week while he's filming and busy and his phone's going to be off the whole time and I don't have him as that crutch I'm going to instead of just being sad I'm going to obviously accept the emotion is valid yes. I'm going through this problem accepting that but then problem solving for myself and not and, lingering in it and not yeah not lingering in it giving myself the time if it's something like I actually do need to like feel the sad emotion for letting myself feel that but then act but then using that as a stepping stone to get to a better place mm-hmm. um or if it's something like the licensing I could have gone to a restaurant I could have gone to the gas station I could have looked around my apartment because I found out three days later it was actually in my laptop bag the whole time and not in my car Uh I had it the whole time and I didn't know I could have looked around for it more yeah you know there was these things that I could have done that I didn't want to do because I wanted him to rescue me and I wanted I wanted be your own rescuer yeah I have this problem a lot of the times oh Whoa, I just had a realization. I didn't have this problem where I want to feel like I'm being fought for. And so I want to feel like he is, he cares about me so much. He's dropping everything to drive to the store and get me what I need and then bringing it to me because he loves me so much. See, that's what I was saying about transitioning and adapting. It's going to, yeah, it's going to change. And and it's weird because it's only, like if it's on a, how we are just naturally in our normal everyday today life. I don't expect that all the time. It's only when I have like a big problem and I'm very upset about it. I expect that. It's it's very strange. Yeah, but and I guess that's why that's where my rescuer mindset comes from too. Is that I just want to feel like I'm being fought for. Why can't you fight for yourself? I don't know. I think and I, I think it stems more from I feel like I want someone I don't have the energy to do it for myself so I want someone to be there to do it for me and to and and then also from just the relationship aspect just wanting to feel like obviously not like he cares because obviously I know that he cares about us me and my relationship like 100% like I have no doubt about that but just like wanting to feel like he's fighting for our relationship and fighting for me because he loves me so much you know I don't know I don't know where that one stems from but what so what do you feel like I mean, now, kind of off the cuff, Mm -hmm. what do you feel like you can do to work through this and work towards it? What, in the fashion of verb and insert verb here, what actions can you take to work through this? Hmm. To be more mindful of yourself, how you're feeling. And I'm all about, Jordan is all about being your own superhero. (laughs) Yeah. That is what I preach. I don't like the victim mentality. Mm -hmm. I don't like people making themselves out to be the, obviously some, like, there are, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying you're never the victim. No. But people who constantly like, my shoe's untied so I tripped. I was like, then tie your shoe. What's wrong with you? Tie your (laughs) shoe. Like, you know, like, do something for yourself. Tie your shoe. Yeah. So it's like those kind of things. I'm like famous, I guess, Mm -hmm. in this group of friends or whatever like I don't like when people make themselves out to be the victim Mm -hmm. constantly it's like do something take charge of your life do something just try Mm -hmm. so I guess if you were to kind of take that mindset Mm -hmm. what ways would you try try to implement in your life to um, be your own savior and superhero Mm -hmm. 
and rescue her. I mean, like I said, like the whole, that whole week, I'm not going to have him as mm-hmm. a crutch. And so I'm going to just, I'm, obviously that's a very big scale kind yeah. of like. Are there small steps you're going to do in preparing? Yeah, I'm, this I'm trying. I'm trying if I'm have like, um, yesterday morning, um, I was, yeah, that was yesterday. I started having a panic attack. I didn't know why I was having it, and he was at work. Normally, I would just text him, but I didn't say anything. I, I focused less on what was in my head and started focusing on the tasks that I was doing because I was editing and doing some stuff with work. And so I focused so much on that and was forcing myself to like tune out the everything that was going on that it ended up going away. And I didn't... Did you re- find power in that? Yeah, absolutely. That you figured it out? Yeah, and I didn't... I didn't tell him at all and then later like way later that night he got home and I was like I totally forgot to tell you I had a panic attack and I got I, I was got able, through it I got through it myself you know That's so it's amazing. like I'm just trying to do little things like that um, yeah. and it's hard because I'm so I don't notice it that I do it all the time um but just when I do realizing that and just do you think it would be beneficial for him to hold you accountable in that or do you think it would be almost toxic in a way of him going, Haley, you're doing this again. Mm -hmm. I think because I, I do struggle with that sometimes too, feeling like people, other people put their expectations on me. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would start, eventually start feeling it like he's not seeing it as like, oh, he's trying to help and seeing it as he's putting these expectations on me that I can't live up to. Mm -hmm. Or I feel like I can't live up to. Is that why you feel like you don't want to help yourself because maybe there's a situation where you can't help yourself and you feel like you're failing him? I mean, I don't necessarily feel... This is a deep episode. This is a deep episode. Um, I don't necessarily feel like... Putting all your cards I'm, on the table. <laughs> I don't necessarily feel like I'm failing him. I do struggle with, and it's um, it's another fourth thing that we do, is that we feel like we are inherently flawed. Yeah, and that, that we, shame thing. It's a shame thing. Like, we're the shame triad. We feel shameful. We feel inherently flawed and like I feel like I'm undeserving not not that I'm undeserving of things because I'm flawed but that I'm inherently flawed so I don't deserve to be happy mm. not that I don't deserve the things that are in my life but emotionally I don't deserve to be happy mm-hmm. because I am flawed because there are things that are quote-unquote wrong with me mm-hmm. um I don't remember what my point was <laughs> <laughs> um I was asking if Zane or other people in your life held you accountable mm-hmm. to problem to doing your own problem solving would that um end up being toxic to you or do you think that would be helpful that I think that was the last question I asked yeah I could see it as toxic I think it's something that I need to learn how to identify myself too Mm -hmm. I think that's a yes a key thing is not because in a way having Zane say hey you're not I'm still relying on him so um yeah I think it's something that I'm just trying to I'm all about people and their independence I'm so proud of you right now thank you yeah, because I'm some I'm somewhat independent, but also somewhat not at all. <laughs> um, so we've had, you know, talks about this in the past where, it, like, as you said it earlier, and I forgot to mention it, where it does feel like this huge burden on him mm-hmm. to be that for me all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just never clicked like it did this time. I don't know why. But, like, this time was the first time it was, like, it finally clicked, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I need to do this for myself. Like, I need to do this not only for myself, but for the both of us. Yeah. I need to do this to better myself and to grow, but because I love him so much that I need to be a better person for him, too. Yeah. You know? And I think it will strengthen y'all's relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, y'all's relationship is already pretty strong. Yeah. It's like, 
Because, I mean, like, the, our relationship is really strong. That's, like, the one thing that we always struggle with. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it never clicked before. Because it's been a... It's a big problem that we've had for a very long time. And we've... But it just never clicked like it did this time. Wow. Well, that's amazing. And I'm really proud of you. Thank and, you. Um, I know it's going to be a journey. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard. Um, but I think you can do it. And I think... Um, you seem to have a good head on your shoulders yeah. and a good plan ahead. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We might do an update. Yeah, later on to see where. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to, for the update yeah. already. Yeah. Um, maybe after his movie. Yeah. Like, hey, remember that week? Remember that week? I, I did it. Crushed it. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> that's the goal. Or like, hey, I had down moments, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. So we'll probably do an update. That's next month, so it's gonna be a little bit. Yeah, I'm really excited for you. Thank I you. think I think um, this will be a great positive growth, and that you'll learn a lot about what you're mm-hmm. uh, about yourself and what you can do. Absolutely. Um, and I think you're gonna find more power within yourself than you ever thought possible. Thank you. I'm really really proud of you. Thanks. And on that note, back to Jordan's, Jordan's duty time. <laughs> Jordan's duty time. <laughs> so guys. Today was a long episode. It's a very and a long episode. Deep, ep- a personal episode. It's the first time we've gotten really this personal. Yeah. Because normally, even though we will go into like stories, we don't really go into like our current personally. We don't go on our current yeah. issues. We always we always talk about things that we had we dealt with in the past. Yeah. Not that's actually like currently happening. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. Thank you for um, being open and mm-hmm. trusting enough to share. Yeah. Everyone, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan and Jordan's Diddy Time you will come get come you if get you're not. You. <laughs> Make sure to check us out on social media at GotVerb or at our website, verbofficial.com. And send us your questions at askivhpod at gmail.com. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, so subscribe to Insert Verb here so you can insert verb into your daily routine. Ha, 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 ha.